Reading from the Priyad Bhagavatam Rita, Volume 1, Chapter 1, Text 53. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. A Krishna Pachya Sabumir Vishtis Tatra Yatasukam Ishtani Falamulani Sulabanya Barani Cha. In that kingdom, the earth yields crops without being tilled. Rain falls just enough for people's comfort. And whatever fruits, vegetables, and clothing one desires are easily to be had. Um, does anyone know? Uh, can you see me? Yes, ma'am. I can see you. Am I full or I'm in just a little corner there? No, we see all of you. Uh, all of me, but how big? You're the full screen. Okay. So. For me to stay humble, I only see a little part of myself. <laughs> In the Bible, Genesis 3.19, we read that God punished Adam for rebellion by cursing him that outside the Garden of Eden, he would have to till the earth to earn his food, quote, by the sweat of his face. Previously, the Bible tells us Adam and Eve and enjoyed the fruits of Eden without having to farm. The same ideal condition prevailed thousands of years ago in the South Indian kingdom. Rain just fell enough to make good crops, but mostly at night when it would least disturb the citizens. Get me a tissue or something. Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Turupyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayebacha Anam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Siddhe Gaur Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare So greetings from the Super Soul Farm and what a nice community. Even it's here early on a Sunday morning and there's, I thought someone was behind, seven people coming for the class. Of course, they're really hungry and Raghunath's in California, so there was no wisdom of the sages. <laughs> <clears throat> so they're so conditioned to drink the, the nectar 
but it's so nice you know it, it, it's not like i mean i came up here many many years ago i was the first one up here i stayed with sachi and and kaylee and you know it was like out of the way who would come here you know i stayed in their bedroom and they slept in the living room <clears throat> and then uh some of my disciples, they were just getting married in their 20s, and Sachi gave them employment, and a few people moved up here. And uh, and now there's like a, a burgeoning community. So many Vaishnavas up here. It's wonderful. And it just shows you, I think there's a principle, and the principle is, is if you open your house to the Vaishnavas, they'll come it's just it's just the principle they'll come and it's a very good principle in, in sanskrit it's called the titi bhagavan the guest is god because material from henry to everyone yes <laughs> good thanks um there's a principle at Titi Bhagavan, the guest is God, because, you know, material, it's such a, everything's a balance, but material consciousness is, you, you know, this is my eternal home and these are my eternal relationships. And, and, you know, you can't transcend that, but you have to keep the spiritual goal in mind. So, you know, that, that, that culture, a titi bhagavan, everything is to kind of shift one out of just self-centered consciousness. I, he, I told Raghunath and Kastuba that they should have this person I met on Wisdom of the Sages, who, and, and I sent the information, they, they agree, I think they just forgot. But his name now is Ride Chaitanya, but he walked from from France to India about three years ago without any money as a principle. And he, you know, he told me he was in Iran and if he would go to a house, their, their culture is, you know, that Allah has come. So a real call, yeah, what is a ritual? A ritual, you know, a ritual can be you can have something, it's ritual, it, it has no meaning. But actually, initially, rituals did have meaning. And what ritual was, was to conform yourself to something higher than yourself. So there's a way you treated guests, there was, there was you know, there's a way you dealt with people, you know, acharyamam vijanayam navamanyat, you know, you should accept, it says the acharya, as my very self, Krishna says. But if you look at the previous verse, in that type of culture, you know, it was your parents, your teacher, you know, everything was the culture. And that's why Kali Yuga is so, is, is so difficult because when people disappoint, then it ruins faith. And without faith, you can't move forward. So you need faith to go beyond your limited frame of reference. And and without faith, you can't do that. So Kali Yuga is very, very difficult. Um, 
But anyway, um, I'm here in Super Soul Grand Central Station. <laughs> and uh, as Henry said, it's quite a wonderful place. Um, so let's get to this story that we've been really relishing. And I told you how excited I am that, you know, we probably have another few years with this. <clears throat> and we're just on the first book. But it's a story within a story within a story. So it's, it's Sanatan Goswami praying how to give this parama dasha antim antim and parama top dasha stage how to do that how to communicate that and he gets the realization and he tells a story of uttara after marge pricket after um marge her son heard the bhagavatam wanting a summary of it no, no, it tells a story of, it, it, he tells the story of Marge Prickett's son, Jenna Jaya, being enlightened by his guru and hearing a presentation of the Mahabharata that he never heard before and wanting a summary of it. And then that summary of it, it's, it's really far. Then the summary of it is, is, um, the story of Briya Bhagavatamrita, which starts with Mara uh, with Marge Prickett's mother coming after he's heard the Bhagavatam and wanting, wanting a summary. And then, then he just Matri Vatsala, affection for his mother. She's such a great devotee and what she's asking about. So he he gives that, and then that's this story. So it's a story within a story within a story. And that story begins with Narada Muni's search for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And I just like where the story begins, this Kumbha Mela. I mean, no, who has a festival with 30 million people bathing? All, and, and they all fit, too. That's the, the amazing thing. You know, it's just... Uh, that beautiful, you could see that in India. And those time, all the say, you know, all the sages will come. All the acharyas will come and people go. What a wonderful thing. So he's just overwhelmed with that experience. He's, he's overwhelmed with, with the place. He's overwhelmed with the people in the place. He's overwhelmed with the day of that place and bathing in the holy river and the sadhus, and in front of the deity. And he's just so overflooded with mercy. It just increases his humility more and more. And he's with other sages that are so humble. And when that happens, the thing that you really want more than anything else is sadhu sangha. I had a friend of mine, very advanced, and he told me about the holy places. We don't go to the holy places. I don't go to the holy places because I'm qualified to extract anything from it. I go because their people are. And I want their association. And that's our philosophy. That's the most important thing. That's the one thing. If we have no other qualification, Sadhu Sangha. I remember this one business lady died in Vrindavan. And uh, 
And she said one thing at the end that was so moving. She said, I'm not advanced, but I know who is and I serve them. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Shastra Hoy, Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva, Sadhu Sangha, Lava Matra, Sarva City Hoy. Lava Matra is a fraction of a second. A fraction of a second of association. Lava Matra, Sarva Siddhi Hoy. It can give all perfection. So, that's what a devotee is. Devotee seeks sadhu sangha. And then in, 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 in the book I was teaching in the evening, Bhakti Loka, the second verse is the things that are favorable. The first verse is vinashyati, what destroys bhakti, and then what, what enhances bhakti. And it gives these six principles, dadati pritagrinati. You give gifts to Vaishnavas, you accept gifts. Guyamatyachi prichiti, you inquire from the Vaishnavas, you, you explain. And bunte bojiate chaiva, you give pisadam, you accept pisadam. So that's very favorable. And it's, it's, it's and because it's the principle of association. But what association does it creates a conduit from your heart to the other person. That's why it says don't associate with non-devotees, but you know, it means where we cultivate our intimacy is so important, even among the Vaishnavas, because what they have will transfer to us. So Narada Muni knows this principle and therefore he shows us what is he seeking the top most recipient of Krishna's mercy. Well, Krishna's mercy is everywhere. The top most recipient of Krishna's mercy is that person who is receptive to Krishna's mercy, who opens his heart to Krishna's mercy. And then there, there, there's an effect to that and you see it in their lives. And then you just want to associate with that person. And then you want to associate with these type of wonderful exchanges. That's why me and Rasi Govinda, we like our little ashram in, 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 in Govardhan. We like to, it's in it wonderful just feeding the Vaishnavas that come, inviting different Vaishnavas and really pleasing them. Patrick, you'll, when you're in Govardhan, you'll be on the other side of, of, of Govardhan. It's about a 35 minute from where I am. You're going, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, one day I'm sure Jai will come over to my place and, and we'll definitely will arrange the Pisadam. And uh, it's just so nice. It just creates that mood. So this is Narada Muni. So he's showing us the main principle in, in Vaishnavism is Anugraha. Uh, Anuga is to follow. <laughs> is to follow. Follow the great the example of the great souls. We follow them. So he sees the Brahmin. I, I gave a summary. There's people here, but I gave the summary yesterday. So I'm just giving a short summary. I do that every class. Because you get deeper and deeper. So 
we saw what Narada Muni saw in that Brahman. I explained that many times. And especially what really shined with this Brahman is that he had every reason to be proud and to be the controller and joya, but there wasn't a speck of that consciousness in his heart, even though he had so much opulence. I, I told people the story that when I was thinking whether I should accept disciples or not, I put it before this great sage in Vrindavan. Well, what should I do? And whatever he said, I was ready to accept because I didn't know. And then he looked at me, he said, you know, he said, don't think you're guru, but as a service to your spiritual master. So that's the thing. You can be anything. It's not humble just to be poor. It's not humble just to be rich. It's your consciousness and mood as a service. So he could see, because at the end, what did that Brahmin do? He had all the things that Queen Kunti warned us about that will intoxicate us with false ego. Janmaishvarya Shruta Shri Beer. Our birth, Brooklyn. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> How can I? Janmai Aishvar, opulence. Shruta, our knowledge. Shribi, our aristocracy or sex life. Janmai Aishvar, Edamana, Mada, Mada Puma, Mada. We can become bewildered. Twam Akinshina Gotra. But the one who doesn't become bewildered is Akinshina. Akinshina means something. Akinshina means nothing. <laughs> he's in the Gotra, the line, I have nothing. So he sees this Brahmin with everything, but he's Akinshina Gotra. He's in the line that I have nothing. Everything belongs to Krishna. He's in that consciousness. And the proof of it is, is after he does everything, he looks at the deity and says, whatever benefit I gave is now yours. You didn't want any fruit. That's, that's our, what is really the, this is why the Bhagavatam, is such a difficult scripture to follow because it says dharma projita kaitavo tra paramo namatsaranam satam because it's for devotees. And when it says what a devotee is, nimatsara, mat means matsara means hate, without hate. But it means more than what hate, it means without fruit of intention. Because whatever little fruit of intention you are is connected to hate. <laughs> so he's, and, and therefore the Bhagavatam, Dharma, Kaitava, Dharma, Projita, Kaitava, that kind of religion, which you perform to get something in return. Dharma, Kaitava, Projita, that Kaitava Dharma. Like when my father, he had a, 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 uh, a dressed loft, a dress contractor in Harlem. 
And he used to tell me these people used to come around there for donations. And one guy used to tell me it was called Reverend Sam, the money man. <laughs> if you worship that prosperity gospel, that's cheating religion. You know, you, you worship God to, to, to be the enjoyer and the controller. So the Bhagavatam won't give you that. It doesn't give you an inch of that. You really want to, you really want to follow the wisdom of the sage. These guys are entertaining. They look smart. They, I know what these guys want. <laughs> I know what they want. Dharma, Kaitava, Projita, Nimatsara, Nam Satam. And he sees it embodied in this guy. There's such a, a relationship between the face and the mind. There's psychologists that have studied 330 different facial things that are connected with different emotions. And, and, and they don't even have to, they, they can just see what a person does and tell everything about them. It's obvious. It's obvious that we read minds. And if you can't read minds, you're on the spectrum. Th that's what the spectrum means. A person can't read minds. They just somehow don't have that ability. And there's people that are on the spectrum in another way. <laughs> and they can read. So Narada, obviously, he sees this. And then, then he goes, and then we see what the template of this Brihad Bhagavatamrita is. Because every person that he approaches, they have, they have bhakti. They want to be the servant of Krishna. They are happy like this where mercy flows. They don't want to be the center. And if they have a position, it's as a service to Krishna. If they're the guru, they're not looking at the disciples. I'm guru. They're looking at their guru. <laughs> I'm a servant. And as a servant of guru, then I teach. So this is the mood. So then we get the template. What the template is, Narada approaches someone and he, so you see from the perspective of Narada, from his lens, from his pure heart, without envy. Because when you have envy, then it, it clouds the consciousness. Hate clouds the consciousness. That's why we have to cultivate forgiveness. Because the shadow of resentment will, the whole, the whole idea of yoga is to have a pure mind. I gave a seminar in, in Colombia, how to give up justified hate. <laughs> the shadow of resentment. You know, there's no shadow of resentment. There's no shadow. And not only that, because there's no material desire in him, he doesn't see people as competitors. All these things cloud the consciousness. That's why the six Goswamis were so revered. Dira dira jana priyo priyakaro nir matsaro pujito. Again, same word. Nimatsara. They're worshipable. Why? Dira dira. The, the, the sober and the skinheads. <laughs> the gentle and the ruffians. They were dear to both the gentle and ruffians. Why? Nematsara. Dira, dira, jana, priyo. Jana, the people, priyo. 
everyone loved them. Why? Nematsura Pujito. And they were worshipable because they had no desire for anything else. So therefore, those people who have that territorial consciousness don't feel threatened by them. They don't feel threatened by them. So Narada, with that pure heart, then he'll approach a Vaishnava, and that Vaishnava doesn't identify and think of himself. He's so he, First of all, if he's pure, then if you're pure, impurities become prominent. If you're impure, nothing becomes prominent. So you're very pure. So he sees whatever fault he is. He sees, hey, hey I'm in the material world. How great can I be? He sees also sarvasya chaham hiti sunny vishto matasmitir gyanamo that everything is coming from Krishna. Your abilities are coming from Krishna. Your the inspiration, the, everything's coming from Krishna. That's the material consciousness where you think that you're the doer. Prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvisha ahankara vamudhatma kartaham. Kartaham, I am the doer. Vamudha. Prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani ahankara vamudha. That's a foolish. You think you're the doer. So he doesn't think he's the doer. He's an instrument. The instrument doesn't become proud. Like, Stephen, you made that incredible door. I never knew who made that door. I thought, like, wow. It slides. I, you know, I thought, how are they going to put a door there? But the, you know, but if the knife takes the credit, and then if you take the credit, <laughs> but if the knife takes the credit, what is that? So we're instruments in Christ. So he has all this. Not only that, he's seeing God everywhere, because that's what happens when you're free from Maya. Because what does Maya mean? Not this. You're seeing something what is not. And what are you seeing? It's separate from God. And why are you seeing it separate from God? So I can be the center, so I can be the controller. That's why karma yoga is important. That's why charity is important. The reason is, is because when you start giving the fruits of your work to Krishna, then you start seeing things as Krishna's. And so such a the the whole Vanashram system is so beautiful and so scientific. You know, that you have your desires, but how do you work through your desires? You give some of the fruits to Krishna, then you start seeing it as Krishna's. So when you see someone who really from the core of his heart, everything is yours. So so anyway, Narada is seeing like that. So every person, it's going to be a progression because each one is going to point to someone else. And you, what you're going to do is you're going to see the lens of a pure devotee from three perspectives. You're going to see it first from the, the, the Vaishnav who says, I'm not a devotee, and he starts to describe this other person. Then Nard is going to go there and then you're going to see the Vaishnava from that person, from that perspective of Narada's. So you see it from the, you'll see, like now it's the king. So the, the Brahmin will say, 
and he'll, he'll describe this king. I'm not a devotee, this king's a devotee. And then Narada will come and see, and then you'll see it from his perspective. And then you'll see the greatness of that person and the real greatness of that person is his humility that he doesn't want to be praised. We all want to be praised. Someone says something and they think it's about you. You say, what are you saying? Huh? Can you please repeat that, please? We're on the path of grace. Bhakti is the path of grace. We need the path of grace. But it's so beautiful to have the right ideals and to be able to work towards the right ideals. So anyway, he points to the king. So now Nard is, uh, this Brahmin says, look at this king's, and I have an audience here. So I'm going to repeat this a little bit, but it's all. So he says, go see this king. Because this king, he has, he's Sarvabhoma. Sarvabhoma is, there's different levels. There's Maharaj, he may have a little kingdom. Sarvabhoma, he has many kingdoms. He's got a lot. And Chakravarti is the emperor. So he's Sarvabhoma. He's a very powerful king. And he says, there'll be many temples in that place. And not only many temples, but it, 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 he's so generous, this king, and it's so pure that so many pilgrims and saintly people, they're constantly coming to his kingdom because they're so welcome. And especially there's one temple in the middle and, and and that deity is so worshipped. It's alive. It's alive. The way, if you're ever in India, one place it's you got it, Jaipur is a city that's built around Rupa Goswami's deity. That's why it's called the Pink City. The law is that you have to paint everything saffron. So and the deities and and. You won't even see it in Vrindavan, the level of devotion people have for that, for, for, for Radha Govinda. And the whole city is going to Mongol Artik. There's like 5,000 people at Mongol Artik. Naraini, you've been there? It's pretty wonderful. What? With Raghunath. It's amazing, right? The, the, and and the, it, the devotion. So, um, and the, the worship is never stale. It's completely joyous. This is the, the Brahmin saying, which means bhakti means to offer the best. So when you see bhakti, things tend to get more and more beautiful. Like the Krishna Balamandir, I always give that example. I've seen over the years that worship. And then on festivals, they spend $6,000 on flowers. The whole temple... And then the, the courtyard, they, they, they have a, a, a art system where in water with strings, you can make mosaics on water. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's famous for its besadam. The dog. It means the dog wants to come in, go out. 
And if you're here, there's a dog that's very advanced. <laughs> he, anytime he sees me, he pays obeisances. This is in my mind. This is my ego. He pays obeisances. We always used to like the dogs in Vrindavan. I never liked the dogs in New York. But the dogs in Vrindavan, they used to kind of like just hang out. It was like, wow, I'd love to be a dog in Vrindavan. Just kind of hang out. Um, and um, and the kingdom, the, the, this king, he so much was a kinchina, this idea of nothing, that he put all the land in the kingdom legally under the ownership of the different deities. So it means basically the caretakers of the of, of the deities. So he had no sense of, of, of possessiveness. Um, and what's going to be described here is when you have that kind of piety and sacrifice, you see, in the Bhagavad Gita explains that the Bhagavad Gita explains that the way God organized the world is for people who are materialistic, that's why we're in the world, to become devotees. And his strategy is really good because the first principle of spiritual life is sacrifice. Material consciousness is no sacrifice. It's control and enjoyment. So how do you instill in, in the world the principle of sacrifice? Well, it is the principle of the world. Gita says, Nayam lokas without sacrifice, there's no happiness in this world and the next. So how does he instill sacrifice? Sahayagya prajashrishva parovacha prajapati anena pasavishyadvam esha the I sent forth the men and demigods and 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 by sacrifice become prosperous. So if you want to become prosperous, you ultimately have to perform dharma. And people who are prosperous, they're you know they're, they're, you know let's say they Bill Gates or something like that. You know maybe maybe he, he he's got like one in his sojourn in the material world of millions of years he did something good, and he gets like you know sixty years of wealth. That's it. But it is a principle. So so if you want prosperity, there has to be sacrifice. Anad bhavanti bhutani parjanya anasam. All living entities subsist on food grains, and food grains come from rain, and rain comes from sacrifice. So when a kingdom is pious, it's prosperous. And even India, you know, it's the monsoon season. You know, rain, that's piety. Rains come at one particular time. And I heard from people, a friend who used to live in Georgia, they said, you know, he grew up, the rains would come at night. You know, it was regular. You know, I was used to America. Anytime it could be rain, you don't know when. But like it in India, okay, this is the rainy season. You know, the monsoons come. Of course, they're becoming impious also. 
but then things become prosperous. So he's saying in this kingdom, it's so prosperous. And, and then it, it gave the example of, of the Garden of Eden. That when, you know, when things are actually lush, you don't even have to farm. <laughs> Farming is really, I guess, a purification. You know, when the rains are going to come, they don't come. And then here, the planting season before May 15th, it's going to freeze. And then you plant May 16th and it freezes anyway. So this is the vision. So it, he's also thinking and he's seeing this king. And, and then it says, Swaswa Dharma Kritasarva Shukinya Krishna Tatpara Prajastam Anuvartante Maha Rajan Yatasuta. The citizens all happily follow the king as if they were his children. They perform their own social duties and are devoted to Krishna. So why does a king have opulence? Because people are materialistic and they tend to follow rock stars and athletes and they, you know, they develop that submission. So the king would have accoutrements of power that was part of it, his accoutrements of power. He may be completely detached, but he has palaces and tariffs and so he may be detached. But more than that was his character with command respect. And it said, for one whose senses are controlled, <laughs> then automatically the ministers, the people, the family, everyone is following. It's just natural, even see that in this world, because the greatest strength is humility, because humility is the strength to resist the false ego. And there's nothing more difficult than resisting the false ego. So the king is always prideless Worshipping Lord Achuta, which service as a menial servant would perform, he pleases all people and is dear to the Lord. So there's a principle in Nectar of Devotion that if you're a, a, a big person, a businessman, an acharya or something, and you use money for worship, let's say you have a deity and you get someone else to do it, you don't get the credit. <laughs> and not only that, the person, his, his, his faith is that the highest thing is to serve God. Not to be the enjoyer and control of the world, but to serve God. So he does it personally. And that's what we'll go to the Rathiatra. And one of the big things was the king, Pratapurudra. He did menial servant. And Lord Chaitanya would never see him. Because in those days, you know, the king had to be Vishayi. He had to be an enjoyer. Because for the citizens, you can even see it in the monarchy in England. You know, it, it's it's losing a little of its glitter, but still, people are royalists. It's very attractive. So it helps. And if the person actually has character, he uses the he uses the respect that people have for power 
to increase that respect by using his power to serve the people. So this king was served, and, 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 and it was from the bottom of his heart. It was so, I'm a big controller, but there's one thing I like to do. I love to serve Pisadam. Love to serve Pisadam. I think that's also because I'm a controller, because I think I know how to do it better than anybody else. And I can't tolerate if it's not done properly. I know how it's done. I, right? And Ryan, you were there in the Puriyatra, right? How the Pisadam was served. And I'm looking. If someone puts down that bucket and starts to convert, no. It's a system. I have been written up how to serve Pisadam. There's a system. Everybody sits peacefully because they know it's going to come around. All the Pisadam is going to come around. And it's wonderful that Jagannath Pisad is like, we have that feast every day. Now, where we're up to today, he always tries to satisfy the Lord. He himself performs Sankirtan before the deity. Chanting the Lord's names composed in various attractive arrangements. So, kirtan has four qualities. The best kirtan has four qualities. It should be deep from the heart. It should be melodious. It should be appropriate for the occasion and time. And Shanai, it should be done slowly. And slowly means the tempo should never exceed the bhava. The tempo can increase when the bhava increases. But Shanai, tad anurupita means appropriate for the occasion. That's a little technical what that means but there's melodies for times of the day, there's songs for different occasions. And mano, mano gya, melodious for the mind and deep from the heart. So the king, he's singing these songs and, he, and, and, and he's singing them so melodiously and he's singing them so deep from the heart and he's singing these compositions and he dances and he sings wonderful songs and he plays instruments and his sons wives brothers grandsons priests servants ministers and other subordinates they're all taking part so the person is known by the people who a leader is known by the qualities of the people who are subordinate to them. So the president will be known by the nature of the people in the country. The king will be known by the citizens. The family will be known by the children. So now, this is all like, oh, oh my God. Now, an art is describing this. Not, not the, the Brahmin. These good qualities arise from his devotion for Krishna. How many of them can I count, describe, and be aware of? Because he's so fixed in Krishna. It's just 
He's just flowing. Everything moves. Remember when I first saw Prabhupada, I came to the, I hitchhiked to the airport. And uh, there was no T TSA. <laughs> and we went right into the airport. And Prabhupada described his beautiful American, his beautiful American boys and girls. His disciples were also beautiful and they were in robes. And uh, the leader, boy, the temple leader was so charismatic. He, everyone followed him. And he told the devotees to chant melodiously. Chant very melodiously for Prabhupada. And then Prabhupada came down and the devotees were chanting. And then Prabhupada just like moved his hand and acknowledged. So the qualities, they just imbue the person because he's moved by love. He's moved by love. The consciousness is called tadatmaka. Tadatmaka means one with, like you put an iron rod in fire, the iron rod becomes fire. So the mind of the pure devotee, his mind is love because the loving energy is in his consciousness. So his mind becomes love. It becomes prema, bhakti, and therefore he's moving by that. So he's describing this. And um, now go, Prikshit said, Narada then went to the country of the best of the kings to see him. Wherever Narada went, he found the people absorbed in festive worship of the Lord. So he just saw everyone was just, you know, going around. It was devotion. They were all just singing and there were festivals and it was so beautiful. And Nard arrived at the capital, vibrating his vena in, with delight, seeming greater splendor than the Brahmin had described. He approached the king and spoke. Generally, what we do, what we describe to someone, it never actually equals when you get there. But the only thing is in devotional activities. It's always better than people can describe. And I know we had Apuri Yatra this year. We had A plus, six A plus Kirtaneers. We had the best Kirtan, I mean, really renowned and really pure. And the Prasadam was just, the thing about Jagannath Prasadam, it's the most digestible food in the world. And we have, we get the best with that Jagannath. But I can only, I can only, you have to experience. And it's the same thing whether you go to Italy and people, oh, it was so great. I was in Italy, so great. But when you get there, it's always better when it's described. If you go in the proper way. So he arrived and then he approached the king and spoke. Narada said, you are the real recipient of Krishna's mercy. After all, your king is so opulent. Your kingdom is opulent. It has the best citizens endowed with the most excellent character, religiousness, prosperity, knowledge, and devotion to God.
and then Nard embraced him again and again and again. And he's describing the king and his praises. And he's singing. Nard is like singing with his vena. And he's embracing him. And he's saying, you're the best. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. Like they went to one, one disciple. Prabhupada was in, in, I think it was in Japan or something. And he like defeated a Mayavadi. So then he had this disciple from New York. And he's, he was a sannyasi. And he's, he's what I call a what you see is what you get person. It's like devotion, but I can't explain it, but you know, they're very real. So he's massaging Prabhupada at night. And then he has this vision that Prabhupada's like the heavyweight champion of the world. And he just like knocked out this Maya body. And he's massaging him and he says, Prabhupada, you are the greatest. Prabhupada said, no. <laughs> he said, I'm just a devotee. Or someone said, Prabhupada, you're such a great devotee. Prabhupada said, no. Devotee is not ordinary thing. Whereas it's not the consciousness. So the king, that rule of the vast region, then worshipped the topmost sage and humbly replied, his head bent down, bent, bowed down in embarrassment by the weight of hearing his own praise. The king said, this is the last sentence today, O sage among the demigods, I am a human being with a short lifespan, little opulence and little to give to others. I have no independence. I am completely attacked by fear, ruled by the threefold miseries of life. I should not even deserve Krishna's word that in the future he might show me his mercy. Why do you wrongly consider me an object of his compassion? And then he's going to point to someone else. So, Jumuna, uh, Hi, Volmaraj. Hi, Vol, everybody. Hi, Narayani. <laughs> I'm just using. So, Thanks for a wonderful. What did you appreciate? I really, there's two one liners that really just this whole, the, the bob of humility, the the two button quotes I feel like today were um, uh, the instrument doesn't become proud. It's like the fork, the pen doesn't become proud. And this other one you said about that humility is actually strength. The humility is the strength to uh, ward off Maya. And that's such a wonderful way to look at humility that it's actually the strongest position you could be in. Um, so thank you, Maraj. Those are really wonderful, uh, illuminating points today. Great. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Madhuriya Radhika. I have another button quote. You had a lot here today. Um, Without sacrifice, there is not happiness in the world and in the next. And to piggyback on Jamuna with humility, for those whose senses are controlled, then automatically everyone is following. And I thought those were just such really beautiful lessons. So thank you for class today, Maharaj. Thank you. Anybody else say hello? Mantha? Hare Krishna. Oops, sorry. Okay. Indira? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Um, when you started it off by saying it's your consciousness and mood, and, you know, I have to conscious, constantly remind myself of that. Everything I do. It's really the mood that I'm doing it with 
you know, even when you always tell us uh, when we're chanting, you know, please, please engage me in your service, but it's the heart and mood of the service. Okay. I have to, yeah. Thank Ramatirta, you. I saw you uh -oh. there. Don't hide. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Uh, sweet. I really like um, the connection to the Bhagavad Amrita. What Gopi Pranadana did was wonderful. And um, and Sanatana the Goswami, um, we just don't have enough of him in the movement. So thanks for the series. This really helps me a lot. It's great to see you. Hey, very good. Hi, Ball. You ever read perfect questions, perfect answers? Mm -hmm. That's the person. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you, you talked about Prabhupada's humility. So I, I once kind of challenged Prabhupada Miley. I said to him, well, a pure devotee shouldn't have karma and you're getting sick. What does this mean? So it was interesting how Prabhupada answered. At first, he took the humble position. And then he said, but there's a point you're making. And the reason I get sick is because I took too many disciples and they could be nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, Samantha? Hi, Harry Ball. Sorry. Um, thank you um, for your talk this morning. I don't have uh, anything intelligent to say except thank you and hello to all those people. I love everyone in that room. Good to see their faces. Have a great retreat. And uh, thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Okay, Harry Ball. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Gurudev. I have a question, Guru Maharaj. When you were talking about uh, the faith, you say that only faith can help you to go out of your frame of references and step out. Yeah. Can you please elaborate on that? Elaborate it. Yeah. We don't see reality. We're limited. And we know that because we grow. And then we're always learning new things. So the truth doesn't necessarily conform to the way we see the world. And truth is very heavy because truth may tell you that something you're attached to you shouldn't have and something that you have and, and something that you don't have you should take. So it's the truth is not an easy thing to, to accept, to change your own kind of view. Mm -hmm. So if uh, 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 William James, uh, he wrote the book, Variety of Religious Experience. He said it best. He said, if a, if a young boy, if a young boy wants to understand that a young girl loves him, he first has to have the face she does. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll never find out. So you have to go beyond your own frame of reference to to to. to and what a teacher is, is a teacher who is one who speaks to you through your own frame of reference to increase your, 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 your understanding and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Right, Jay Shirati? Thank you. You know how much I had to teach you. <laughs> you still have a lot to teach me. <laughs> hey, Ram Sadowski. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> 
Okay. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? A few more people say hello. Hey, Krishna Maharaj. Talk to Gopi now here. Thank you, Shoyana. Thank you, Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Garage. It's Logovinda. I'm Bridget. Thank you for class. Thanks for class. Greetings from Super Soul. Yeah, wish I was there. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? You just, you just Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Okay. You just there. Nice to see you. Hari Bo, thank you for your class. Hari Krishna. Hari nice. Krishna. Okay, great. Hari Krishna Maharaj, thank Hare you for class. Who else? Hari Krishna. Krishna. Amala, Hari Krishna. Good to see you. Okay, anybody else? Hari Krishna Maharaj. Hari Krishna Maharaj. Hari Bo, Catalina. Okay. Hari Krishna Maharaj, lovely. That's you know, see Radhika. She sometimes comes to the Echo Village. Catalina, good to see you. Thank you, Manish. That's from Colombia and this from Iran. Hi, Bo. Nice to see you. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you very much. Thank you for the class. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna. Hey, this is also from Iran. Thank you for the class. Wow, what's happening in your country that you can actually get good internet? I thought they cut yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anybody else? It's good now. Okay. Thank okay. you. One more? Rupa, how about? I think Hare Krishna. <laughs> Bhakti Devi. Hi, Bo. Hi, everybody. Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Hemala Tarada. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I think there's so many people coming on today because they know the people here and they want to say hello. Hi, Bo. Hey, Malata. Great to see you. Thanks so much for class. Some of the people that are going on that Dandavat Parikram. They're here too. There's like three or four people that are going. Amazing. Okay, Haribo. <laughs> Anybody else want to say hello to everyone? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Hare Krishna, everyone. This is Krishna Amrita. Thank you greatly for the class. I also love very much about humility that it is the strength to resist our false ego, and also that envy and hate cloud our consciousness. So impressive. Thank you very much. Thank you. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Gail here. Okay, Gail, what's your question? Um, no question. Just saying what? no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any, wow. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for class. It's Isabel. Hi, Bo. Hare Bo. Great. Hi, everyone. Okay, one more. Okay, let me just go and see who's there. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, we'll go now. Once you call Patubya Sakrapis and do be a picture.